Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey friends, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Josh Baldwin and I'll be your host today. I'm hanging out with my friend and fellow youth pastor, Zach. Zach, thanks for hanging with us today. Man, I'm excited to have the conversation with you. Introduce yourself, let us know what campus you're from and tell us a little bit about your family. Yeah, so Zach Dick is my full name. Now, that was a name that right there made me strong in middle school with a last name like that. We've That's had a good. lot of fun conversations that have built me up. My wife, Kira, and I have been married for six years. We've got a three-year-old daughter. Her name is Alora, and we have been a part of Life Church for just over three years now and started out in Life Church Owasso in the Tulsa area and then got to be a part of launching Portable at Life Church Des Moines in August of 2021 and moved into our building end of last year and man, just loving being in student ministry here. That is so great. What I would love for us to do is we're, we're about to have a really good conversation about prayer. So I know that you guys saw on the topic, obviously prayer is what we're talking about today. And we know that there's a ton of power in prayer. There's, there's nobody's arguing that. Hopefully you don't serve and switch and argue that prayer has power. We would hope that you mm-hmm. recognize that it does. So Zach, do us a favor and start out by just reminding us why prayer is so important. Maybe point us to some scripture that even backs that up. Yeah. Well, Josh, if you don't mind, before we even talk about prayer, I would love to just take a moment and and just talk to God on behalf of our Swiss leaders and every leader that's listening right I now. I love it. Heavenly Father, God, I, I'm so thankful for everyone who's tuning in, listening to this podcast right now, and everybody who's not. God, I just ask that you would open up our eyes to see the things that you're doing in your ministry, open up our hearts to receive the things that you want to do in us, and then open up our ears to hear the words that you want to speak and show us how powerful that prayer and conversation with you can be as we lead from a personal place of prayer and move that into a place where we get to empower our students to be the ones who come before you in prayer as well. And it's in your name. Amen. Amen. Oh, cool. So there's obviously there's so much scripture that we could talk about when it comes to prayer, because it's it's obviously it's one of those things that if we're not we careful. Could, hey, we could just start in Genesis. Do you want to just read the Bible front to back? We could. Just, yeah. Yeah. Actually, we have enough time. We could just yeah. speed up the podcast to fit it all in. <laughs> we can do we it. Can really, make it happen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> but but what's important to understand is if we're not careful, Prayer can be a topic and a concept in our spiritual spiritual life that just becomes a cliche because we've heard of it so much as we've, and maybe you've grown up in a church or maybe you're new to faith, but sometimes prayer, if we're not careful, it can become a cliche. And so we understand that, first of all, we know that Jesus teaches us to pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And, and he continues to teach us how to pray through the rest of scripture. There are times where Jesus says to actually pray alone in a quiet place and not in public places. But he was speaking specifically to the Pharisees, the people who thought they had it all together, who were out there just praying because they thought that they would look extremely spiritual. Like they were the know-it-alls and they had their chins up and look at us because we know God better than you do. But the reality is it doesn't always have to be in private. And we know that because in Acts chapter two and Acts chapter three, the, the believers gathered together, were unified in, in fellowship, breaking bread, but in prayer together. And in Acts 4, they came together after a powerful encounter where Peter and John healed the lame man at the gate beautiful. And then they were arrested for speaking the name of Jesus and then sent out 
and told never to talk about Jesus again. And what did they do? They got together with the other followers of Christ that were near them and they prayed together. And it was through, if you read that passage in Acts 4, it's amazing because as they prayed together, it says in Acts chapter 4, I'll just read this, 24, it says, when they heard this, that they were that the that the Pharisees were coming to to arrest them, they heard, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. They said, "Sovereign Lord, you made the heavens and the earth and the sea and everything in them." And they go they go on to continue in prayer together, unified in prayer. And in verse thirty one, after they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Can you imagine? what it would look like for us as switch leaders to be unified in prayer, not only with each other, but with our students and the things that God could do through our faithfulness and obedience to walk with him, talk with him and be united in prayer together. So I'm very passionate about the topic. Man, that's so good. I think that what you said right there at the very end actually brings up probably the main reason why we're having this conversation today And you said, man, can you imagine what it would be like if we, with our students, were unified in prayer? And I think everybody, again, everybody listening is going, absolutely. Like the power of prayer, nobody would deny that. Now, I think if we're honest, we probably go through different seasons in our lives where we say, man, it feels like, it feels like I'm in a drought. Like I I definitely Mm. am praying and I feel like I'm not getting some answers or I feel like I'm in this like more distant season. And so I, we're not trying to disregard the fact that that's actually, that's actually a part of the walk. Like that's mm. just a part of being a follower of Jesus is that while there are times where you feel so filled with the Holy Spirit and you see, you feel so close to God that you're like, man, bring it on. I, yeah, I am ready yeah. to take on the world. And then because you are a human being living in a broken world, there are times where you feel like if I get hit with one more thing, mm. I'm going to collapse. And I feel like I've talked to God and I feel like I'm not hearing him. And so yeah. I want to first say, hey, if you're in that season, please don't give up mm-hmm. because that's a season that we have all been in. And if you will just keep praying just keep talking to Jesus. I promise you he is there. And eventually you'll start to hear him again. The issue is not that he is gone. The issue is that we sometimes allow the world to have so much of an influence on our hearts and minds Hmm. that we can become numb to hearing and and feeling his presence, but don't give up. Also don't go through that alone. So if you're in a place like that, man, you've got to tell somebody. And I hope that you've got some other leaders you're close to. Let them know that you're in that place. Let your youth pastor know. Let somebody close to you. I hope you have a life group. Man, if you're not a life group, you need to get one Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. make sure that you let them know that you're in that place. There's there's nothing wrong with being in that place and you don't need to feel guilty about it. It is truly something that we've we've all walked through. Right. But then the other the other side of this is that you know you bring up us praying with our students and you you actually at the yeah. beginning were talking about praying in public that conversation alone that topic alone makes a lot of people really nervous mm. and they're like man I I love God I love to talk to God but praying out loud 
in front of other people, yeah. I am, that's so outside of my comfort zone. Right. Right. And again, you're not alone. So, so don't, yeah. again, don't feel guilty. Don't feel like you're alone. Yeah. But do you understand that that's a part of the reason we're having this conversation right now? Because we acknowledge that it can be a challenging thing, but we want to do everything that we can to give you the tools that you need to hopefully help you feel more confident stepping into that. Yeah. So Zach, kind of take us down that road now. Help us maybe understand, like, are there some things that I need to know that would make me feel more confident in myself mm-hmm. as I'm leading my students to be able to pray around other people and be able to, you know, show an example of what it looks like to truly access God, access yeah. the Holy Spirit through prayer. Right. Yeah. So first thing, hear me, Swish Leader, you have to know prayer is less about the words you say and more about Mm. the heart that you speak from. It's far less about the words that you say and far more about the heart that you're speaking from. God is just inviting us into relationship with him through authenticity of your heart. And so just like you would in any strengthening relationship, as you talk to, maybe it's your, maybe if you're married, maybe it's a spouse, maybe it's somebody that you're friends with, maybe it's someone that you just do life with regularly. You know by now that your relationship is always strengthened through consistent and two-way communication. And so it's just understanding that God just wants our heart. He just wants us to be authentic and real with him. So if like Josh was sharing, you're experiencing something difficult right now, or maybe it is a drought, or maybe it's a time that you feel like you've been trying to pray, you've been trying to talk to God, but you don't hear anything. I'm begging you, please do not confuse the power and effectiveness with of your prayer with the outcome that you're expecting. Because the moment that you begin to to confuse the two, you start to build up these expectations of, oh, okay, God, God, you didn't hear me. Or maybe you're not listening because you have this built up expectation in your mind of what God's answered prayer will look like rather than just walking in obedience and faith, trusting that you're doing the right thing by continuing to be in communication with God, even if the outcome is not what you expected. So remember, prayer is far less about the words that you speak and far more about the heart that you bring. As you're talking about that, I'm just like, yeah. And and simply remembering a prayer not being answered the way you thought it needed to be answered is not a prayer unanswered. Sure. That's that's not what that means. Oftentimes it means the prayer was answered and you need to be dang glad it wasn't answered the way you were thinking (laughs) it needed to be. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine like if if everybody I prayed that God would let me marry in high school ended up being my spouse? (laughs) Oh my goodness. I'd be in some serious (laughs) trouble today. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's true. Praise God for unanswered prayer. Hey, so so I, I love the direction we're going. I hope that if you're hearing this and this is really hitting home to you, I hope that you don't feel discouraged, but you feel encouraged to know that, man, you're not alone. And that regardless of how powerful it feels in mm-hmm. your mind, I promise you prayer is always powerful in your heart. Mm, it yeah. does something to us that nothing else in the world really can. Right. The ability to access God at any moment of your life that you need to is an unmatched resource. There's mm-hmm. nothing else we have in the world that could compare. There's no amount of money yeah. that you could ever have that that would compare to the ability to be able to talk to the creator of the universe at any moment. 
And right. so don't, don't ever forget that. And even when you're in that drought, don't ever forget that just because you're not hearing him does not mean that he's not hearing you. And right. so keep on praying. Yeah. I, I want to, one, I want to share uh, two stories with you, if that's okay, of students who lived right. out this concept of prayer because they were led first by their leaders to pray as they watch their leaders pray for specific things, they began to pray as well. As we'll talk about in a later episode, portable church. We had switch in somebody's living room for most of last year in 2022. And we had a moment, we were practicing our spiritual disciplines as, as switch and we were practicing silence and solitude and practicing in that moment, what are you praying for? And so we invited students to write on a, on a note card, what are the things that you're praying that God will do? And this sixth grade student, Maria, wrote on this card that she was praying for her older brother to come to church and to know Jesus like she's come to know Jesus. And, and I told her, she left that card on the couch and her switch leaders picked it up. And I was like, hey, you should keep that and then give it to her when God answers her prayer. Mm. And so as, as Maria continued to pray for her older brother, what's amazing is late last year, it was either late last year or earlier in, in the, the first baptism we did this year, but her brother came to church for the first time on baptism Sunday. And when I saw him, I'm like, dude, it is so good to see you. Uh, oh, I, you came to watch your sister get baptized? He's like, no, she actually asked me to baptize her. And now wow. I know this is this kind of seems backwards <laughs> because we expect people who really know Jesus to be the baptizers. <laughs> but this dude gets in the pool right. with his sister, Maria, baptizes her. And then afterwards, we have a conversation. I'm like, bro, have you ever been baptized? He's like, no, I've been really far from Jesus. I don't really know who he is right now. And so we just got to have this conversation about who Jesus is and what he was calling him into. I'm like, bro, do you believe what Jesus did for you? That he died on the cross for you, that he died for your sin, he rose again. And, and this guy, he's like, yeah, I believe that. And I want Jesus to save me. I'm like, bro, you can get baptized at the 1130 service today. So he went from oh baptizing gosh. his younger sister who'd been praying and interceding for him, asking for God to work in his life. To then getting baptized himself after <laughs> he got out of the pool with her because he realized his need for it from the powerful prayers of a sixth grader man That's it's amazing awesome. and then one more that i have to share with you is earlier this year we had a switch leader night and we took an opportunity and this is where this is something that i would encourage every switch leader to do so hear this from a place of here is a practical practical discipline and something that you can put into your own life take a moment and ask God if there is a specific student he would lay on your heart to pray for. And just, just sit, listen, and wait for God to put a name on your mind. Now, you can't fail in this because there's, you, might, you might be tempted to think, oh, I'm not really hearing God. But any moment that you have to pray for a specific student, just let that name come to mind. That's totally right. okay. And then and something we did was we wrote, we had every leader write that, that student a prayer on a card and we mailed it to them. Wow. Two weeks later, this student who was only in Des Moines for like five months, a part of our switch, he was up here playing hockey and he <laughs> gets out of hockey practice that was just miserable. And, and he gets home on his way home. He's just praying, God, this is so hard. I just need somebody to pray for me. And he opens up his mailbox and he gets this letter from someone who wasn't even his switch leader, but this guy helps with setup wrote his wow. name on the card, wrote him a prayer. And he's like, no way. <laughs> I oh just asked. So I'm telling you, the moment that we invite God to speak and we go to him in prayer and ask that he'll work, 
he will, he will work. And so, but I, but the last thing Man. I need you to hear now, I'm, 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 I'm spit, I'm spitting here, but so good as a small group leader or anywhere that you serve in switch, if you're not a small group leader, you can still pray. In fact, please still pray. If you're mm-hmm. anywhere at switch, invite God to work through you and he will, but, but the moment that you get as a small group leader, give your students the confidence to know that you've heard them, that you hear them, then they begin to grow in confidence in what God will hear from them because you're the leader representing Christ in their life. Paul said, follow me as I follow the example of Jesus. We get to do the same. And so here's what I want you to know. The extent to which a student feels heard by you is the limit to what they will hear from you. The extent to which a student feels heard by you is the limit to what they will hear from you. Now, here's why I want your students to hear, to know that they are heard by you because when they're heard by you, they'll grow in confidence that they're heard by God. Invite them to share what's going on in their life because as they feel you trust, as they feel heard by you, they'll trust you more to share the things that you can be praying for them. And so that's what I want to invite you to do. Allow your students to feel heard by you so that they can know that they're heard by God just the same and you'll grow in confidence in prayer together. Don't overcomplicate it. Prayer doesn't have to be complicated, but invite your students to be the ones to pray in small group, trusting that God hears them and you hear them too. Zach, thanks so much for sharing with us today. This was so good. And man, I hope that if you listen today, you feel inspired and reminded of just how much power you actually hold, that truly the power of Christ lives inside of you. And I hope that you will help your students along the way understand that they have that same authority and that they truly, through, through prayer, can connect with God. And so of all the parties that we may throw, all the fun nights that we have, all the really cool things that we do, don't ever forget that prayer is is a power and a resource that is unmatched. Mm -hmm. That while we often take it for granted, if you will just stop for a moment and think about what it means to be able to connect with the creator of everything, that is authority and power that is hard to put into words. So don't ever take it for granted. Don't ever forget to do it and make sure that it's absolutely a discipline and a part of your life but that you're leading your students to make sure it's a part of theirs. Hey, thank you all so much for listening. Make sure that you're sharing with other leaders. Think of a leader that needs to hear this episode, and I want you to get hit the share button and send the link to them right now. Think of one other leader in Switch that needs to hear this episode about prayer and how much power there truly is in it. Need Maybe needs to hear a prayer have a prayer that is answered, that is praying for something big or that's struggling to hear from God. And I want you to send them this episode right now. And this was actually the last week of the Switch Leader podcast for the spring semester. We will be taking a five-week break and starting back up on July 31st. So make sure that you are subscribed. That way you know when we're back and you get the most fresh and relevant episodes. We love you all. Thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.